Welcome, everybody, to the Snapped Podcast. My name is Tyler Kluver, and let's consider this a personal audio journal of mine. A lot of rambling, a lot of random stuff, anything relevant in my personal life that has to do with health, fitness, diet, business, being an entrepreneur, and simply trying to unlock the avenues of personal growth that help me find the most happy, fulfilling, and free life that I can live. I hope that you guys can take something away from the show and maybe find some entertainment in it as well. Thank you so much for listening and uh, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Uh, great way to start the episode with a big. Uh, this is episode 106 of the Snap Podcast. Thank you guys for being here. We're super excited. We, I say we like I have this team that produces this. It's all me. I just sit here with a $20 a month software and a, a couple pieces of decently nice podcast equipment and talk to myself all day. Too many podcasts. Anyway, it's December 28th, Wednesday, December 28th. I am recording this as the third episode that I've recorded on Wednesday, December 14th because of the kid situation. I have a kid at this point. I've had a kid for at least probably a week now uh, or more. Dad is, dad's happy. Dadding is going great, I assume, because I trust myself. I really believe in my, at least I'm going to say that. Um, it's the 28th. It's the final podcast for the Snapped podcast of the year, 2022. And we did a lot in 2022. Um, we established a consistency that I'm really happy with. Uh, in 2021, we weren't always the most consistent. We were okay. Um, and, and similarly, in, in 2022 as well, a lot is happening. Life is constantly moving, changing, evolving. Things are good. Obviously, becoming a parent was a big part of this year. Us getting pregnant, having a baby. Um, the businesses continuing to grow. Tyler Kluver Fitness, which is sort of what this podcast is a appendage of. A, a uh, this is an arm or a leg of the personal fitness brand that I have curated. And it's not big, it's not crazy, it's not world renowned or anything. But we are slowly growing. The goal is to, with this business, and I don't know, know if I've ever really even talked about it, is me programming for people, having one-on-one -on -one nutrition and exercise clients, um, doing challenges of which we're about to start one at the time of that you're hearing this, a challenge kicks off in four days, uh, five days. Next Monday, the Just Win Today Challenge, the second edition of that challenge kicks off on January 2nd. Super excited, hoping to have 30, maybe 40 people involved in that. Um, you know, the challenges like that and the other stuff that I do with fitness, it's sort of my passion. It's what I'm good at. I know a lot about it. I don't know a lot about it much else, right? So you kind of do what you're good at and, uh, super blessed, fortunate, lucky, whatever you want to call it to be able to work for myself, have found, uh, avenues, technologies, platforms where I can sell my services, sell my product, sell my experience and my knowledge, help people 
with my experience and knowledge. And that goes for both the podcasting world with the washed up walk-ons thing that I do. Obviously that's a, a much bigger money maker than my fitness business right now. But both are again, appendages of the overall product. And that is just my personal brand. So a lot has happened for both of those. Um, it is, it's interesting because at this point, uh, I think 2022 was a year that solidified me as a, as, as a early success. I recognize that a lot of people try and do their own thing, try and start their own business, have an idea, a product, uh, maybe want to open a store or a restaurant or, um, who knows, right? It could, it could be any one thing of a million things. And for whatever reason, they don't succeed. It doesn't go well. And it's not necessarily because they aren't good or their product isn't good. There's a lot of variable, very, I was going to say variations, variables to business, variables to uh, successfully being able to make recurring revenue. And you have to have more than just a good product. And so for me to be able to do that, um, really in, in two, two different avenues so far, and that being the, the media company I own with the washed up walk-ons and the personal fitness brand through a time where a lot of businesses who were previously successful and doing fine, weren't able to stay afloat. A lot of brands weren't able to maintain during the COVID pandemic era. You know, I'd call it a two-year era from 20, started 2020 to kind of the end of last year. So for me to kind of walk into the world of entrepreneurship, owning and running my own business, working for myself, having to figure out how to get money to come into the account and not just go out of the account during a time where the whole world was shut down. I'm very proud of that. And 2020 was the year we started that. I, you know, it, my entrepreneurship essentially started with the the real nitty gritty of my entrepreneurship coincided almost exactly with the calendar of COVID. It was that spring and summer where I officially went off onto my own. And that was sort of like uh, a test year, like dipping your toe in the water. Is this possible? Can we run with a little bit of early beginner's luck momentum, right? And we were able to do that. Awesome. Great. You got to have, you, you got to have that happen if you want to continue into year two, right? Most times you might be able to grind on some, on some sketchy income expense sheet for a while. You might have to go into debt. I know a lot of business owners go into debt. I haven't taken a single loan for any, for either of the two companies, not that, you know, and I think part of that is um, fortune in the way that the two companies that I, or companies, they're not really companies. The, the two businesses that I run are both very much so low um, initial expense, low barrier to entry when it comes to financials. But that was the kind of dip your toe in the, in the water year. Right. So now last year rolls around, it's 2021. Now it's, now it's like, okay, 
I did this for seven or eight months on a whim and rolled with a little momentum, right? That initial people are willing to buy the product once, right? Now, how do we keep customers around? How do we retain uh, subscribers to our private platform on the washed up walk-ons? How do we um, continue to sell merchandise and innovate with designs and products and get people to continue to buy our shit, which is the salesy uh, numerical tone of saying, how do we continue to build a brand that people buy into, people enjoy, people connect with, and get them to continue to be a customer of us? Customer maintenance, retaining customers, I don't know what you call it, but that was what 2021 was about. Can we prove that the product works of retaining and still building and starting to innovate and come up with a few new ideas to add to the, can we expand the system a little bit? And well, shit, we did that. Now in 2022, it was like, okay, now you're, now it's proven. You're 18 months out of 18 months, even further, uh, 20, 22 months out of, Hey, I'm going to try and work for myself. You've been working for yourself now. 2022 is big boy land. This is just what you do now. Figure out a way to automate, make things easy, and really start to hash out what your businesses look like on a three-month, six-month, year-long basis. Be able to predict and estimate revenue based off of what you're currently doing, but also what you're going to do. And then come up with ideas and strategies and products and innovations to the product that you already have using the funds that you're going to make and have made and continue to do those innovations, continue to have ideas, continue to put out content. And I think, again, if we're checking boxes here, it feels like we've gone three for three. And so it's funny that we talk about it on this podcast because this is where I sort of get to vent, talk about my, you know, like I say in the entry, and I've told you guys a hundred times, this is just an audio journal. This is me speaking onto something that I can look back on and listen to and say, hey, that was really cool, like where I was at then and, and where I'll be in three, five, ten years. And so we're using the front end of this episode as sort of a recap of the year of my businesses. Um, I'm excited to, you know, I, I've already got, and I just told uh, probably number one fan, number one Tyler Kluver fitness fan. I don't know if Tyler Kluver fitness works out, but certainly the snap podcast. Uh, what the hell just happened? My computer just threw on like a blue light blocker. That was weird in the middle of the episode. Um, number one snap podcast fan, Justin Minger, my boy, we were texting today, told him about a new idea that I have. That's going to be a branch hopefully a branch, a successful branch off of the fitness side of what I do. Something that I've been thinking about for a really long time, knowing that it would eventually become a factor, something that can evolve the fitness side of things. And when it, shit, when it comes to the, the washed up walk on side of things, the media, the sports media business, um, God, when you talk about innovation and ideas that we have for that, it is damn near unlimited. And it's really, really exciting. We're going to 
start to expand into some live events where hopefully if all things work out and we can get the right people, the right time and the right, you know, if all the puzzle pieces come together, which still is a pretty big task, we are looking at potentially doing our first live show as the washed up walk-ons. We're in a spot where we have the audience and the reach and the listenership and the funds, the funding on our end and the connections in the professional world to set up an event where we will get mic'd up and walk out on stage in front of hopefully minimum 200, maybe closer to 300 people and do a live show podcast, be able to fly Drake back from Arizona, my co-host for those that don't listen to the walk-ons, be able to fly one of our co-hosts back to the state so that we can all be together for a live show. That is just something that is incredible and very, very exciting on our end. And live production is just one of the things that we want to dip our toe into. Um, it was one of my goals this year, and it kind of took a, a back seat because of a few other things. But the merchandise side of the media business, the walk-on business, I want to expand into retail with our with our merchandise, which puts our t-shirts and sweatshirts and flags in front of a completely new demographic, a completely new sales where it's not just people who follow us on social media anymore. Hopefully it's people who walk into Shields and scroll and you know roll past the Iowa section and they see Hawks by a million t-shirts and Hawks by a million flags. And hopefully it's not just Shields, but it's you know black and gold stores, Hawkeye stores, boutiques. That's where I want to go with that. And so to think that five years ago, five years ago to this day, December 14th, 2017, you know, five years isn't, it, it, five years is a, is a good bit, right? But it's not that long. And five years ago, I still had a football game to play. I was 14 days out from playing my last football game. Still, still had two weeks in pads. I was still snapping. Still, you know, the the Hawkeye 97 still said Kluver on the back. And in five years, and and, and to, the reason I point that out is because I didn't have any idea where this was going. I didn't have any clue what I wanted to do. At that point, the fitness side of things was the only side of things. The podcast wasn't even an idea or a concept. It wouldn't be for another eight months at that point. My goal was to go and start coaching at a gym, which I would later find out that it's hard to even get 24, 28, 30 hours a week. It's almost impossible to be full-time unless you're coaching at multiple gyms or you work your way up after a few years into a head coach slash owner position. And the dream shifted. The dream shifted from... I want to own my own CrossFit gym, which I think would still be a really, really cool thing to do if I didn't also want to start a family. Or maybe in 20 years, when I'm 48, if I can own my own gym when my kids are out of the house, right? But you start to grow up. The wife and I travel a little bit. We do the things we want to do. We have a timeline of when we want to start a family. We do that. 
And I got really, really fortunate that it just so happens that I now get to work from home with both of the businesses that I run. I don't answer to a boss. I don't answer to anybody. I can wake up and do nothing if I want to or if I have to. That's going to come in clutch here. I'm pretty sure as the kids, the kid slash kids come into the picture. If I want to record a podcast at 7 and something happens and I have to record it at 10, I can do that. If I want to stop work, not look at my email at noon, I can do that. There's no date. There's no outside externally imposed dates or deadlines or rules to anything that I do. It's 100% me all the time. And that is both amazing and in its own way stressful. Sometimes, and it's not a lot, but sometimes, damn, would it be nice if I could just sort of punch the clock, go through the motions like a lot of people do, punch out and know that the paycheck was going to be the same in two weeks, right? There is a, a fire that you must constantly stoke if you enter 100% into the entrepreneur world. It's a similar fire, I would assume, and at this point, I probably understand a little bit more because at this point of you listening to this, I've had a kid for 10 days. But it's probably very similar to this, the fire, the motivation, and responsibility that you feel when you have a child. Because if you just don't do anything, the kid will lay in its own waste, never eat, and you have to find a way to keep that child alive and thriving. And in a way, in entrepreneurship, that business of yours is your child. If you let it sit there and you don't put in any work, it will die. It will not be successful. It's not for everybody. The creative brain and sort of that internal motivation is always turned on, and it's a lot. But I, it would take just massive amounts of new cons on a hypothetical pro-con list for me to have to start to ask myself if working on my own, running my own businesses was worth it. The freedom of waking up whenever, and it's not even that, it's not even the freedom of, oh, if I want to wake up at 10, I can wake up at 10, because I still wake up at six every morning. It's just the fact that, well, if I start work at 6.45 today, or if I started at 7.30, really whenever I start it, there's no pressure from somebody else that's waiting for me to clock in. I don't have contract hours. And when the pressure isn't there, you're almost more motivated to get up and work and get shit done. It's just an unnecessary stress. Blessed, absolutely fortunate. Uh, and, I, and I do recognize that, like I just said, a lot of hard work went in to make this happen and put me in this spot, but I've also been very fortunate as well. I have felt very much so this year, the feeling of, and it's kind of been this way since we started to make a few bucks a month on the, on the walk on podcast, right? It's how long can we make this thing last? How long can we keep our brand, our show, our merchandise, us relevant? right? That is a 
fire slash motivation that burns scorching hot all of the time. Because if that dies out, we become less relevant. People stop listening to the podcast, stop buying the merchandise, stop caring about us as a brand. Then the whole, you know, the money that comes along with the attention that we get, the downloads that we get, that starts to decrease heavily. My livelihood suddenly starts to drop at exponential rates. It's a, it's a damn fun game to play. And again, the freedom of creativity, the freedom of schedule, you know, the, uh, the fact, you know, we're, we're about, we're, we're right smack dab in the middle of the holidays right now. Right. And again, I talked about it last week. This is a weird year because Christmas Eve, Christmas fall on Sunday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, and new year's Eve, new year's day always come a week after the former. So both of those holidays are on the weekends on a normal year. Those would, those would fall on some weekday and you know, everybody would have Christmas off. Right. But other than Christmas time off at a job at your career is something that you only get so much of at some certain careers or positions or jobs. Some of it may be paid or unpaid vacation days, paid time off, whatever that may be. And then even if you have a nice situation, you still have to put in ahead of time for it, right? Not a, not a holiday. You don't have to put in for Christmas. Some people might though. Some people are working on Christmas. And in my case, if I want to take a day off, I can decide on the spot I'm taking today off. Nobody else has to know. I just decide to not work. And that freedom of schedule, flexibility, it's, you know, the ability to work ahead or get behind, really. It's it's something crazy and, and something that I always dreamed of, really. When I didn't, you know, five years ago when I didn't know what I wanted to do, the dream for me, and I think for a lot of people, is, man, if I could work for myself and own my own company and be an entrepreneur, be an influencer, whatever it may be, to have that freedom, to live that cool life, I would do it. I'd do anything to get there. And somehow I fell into that. And it's just really, really cool, man. It's really cool. This episode was supposed to be, and I guess it's now going to be uh, next episode, which is cool. This episode was supposed to be a yearly recap. We did that. We talked a lot about our business and how things are going with the family, with the businesses, with, oh, I guess we can give a personal fitness update in a second, although this is two two weeks in the future. Uh, but the second half of this was supposed to be what I learned in a hundred podcasts of doing solo. This is podcast number 106. We've done 106 episodes where I stand here and talk to myself, to you, but basically to myself into a camera. We're going to upgrade the, uh, we're going to upgrade the webcam this year, by the way, I think. And it was going to be what I have, what I have learned in solo podcasting over the last two years and doing 106 episodes. I've learned a lot. There's a lot of cool things and a lot of um, ev evolution that I've had in my own public speaking, for sure. Thought processing, outlining and prepping an episode, on-the-spot topic generation, self-creativity. There's a lot, and I I'm excited to talk about that. It was supposed to be part, uh, you know, the back half of this, but we went 25 minutes talking about kind of the yearly recap, which I guess we should have expected. 
on the uh, personal fitness front, I don't know exactly what's happened. I, you know, several weeks back before the Christmas tips episode and before the dad episode, I had a, a run of three episodes where it was the hard reset, uh, what I learned taking time off and something else. And all three of them basically had something to do with the fact that I had hurt my back and was, uh, well, at the time of recording this, I'm about, I'm now past 40 days where I, I've had to be out of my normal routine of a morning training session and afternoon training session. I've, I've been cut down to one training session a day, six days a week, five or six days a week for the last five or six weeks now, uh, because of a, I don't know if it's a slip disc. It doesn't feel like it because it's now worked its way down into like the clearly the left side of my back and my my hip almost um, and my sacrum. Time of recording this again, December fourteenth. Even though you're hearing it two weeks later, um, I had I had rested a good forty days straight, not touched a barbell, not touched anything that had hurt my back, and I had rested it, and it took that long to feel good. And I really even went another five or seven days past when I was feeling like I could get back to it. And I decided to put the squat bar on my back and test it out. Felt pretty good up through 275. I cut it off at 275. Definitely had to brace more, but nothing hurt during the session. That was on, uh, on the 12th on Monday. And I woke up yesterday and my back was sort of right back to the average feeling it had been for, you know, the previous month where I have, you know, to brace my core and my midsection from the front ab muscles all the way around to the, to the low back, there's just something messed up and it hurts. I can't really pick up confidently a bar deadlift wise. That's more than 225 pounds. Um, if I tried to go back out and squat 275 again today, it would be very, I could probably do it, but it, I would feel uneasy doing it. Um, and, uh, and I can't do any Olympic lifting, no snatching, no cleaning. So I am going to contact a, a PT at this point. Probably should have done it right away, but I'm a stubborn guy. Didn't want to spend money, know my body pretty well, thought that I could just stretch it out and rest it out. Um, and by doing so, I, and, and it not healing, I have effectively, put my competitive CrossFit career for at least this year, probably out of reach. And that's, I mean, as much as I've talked about it on this podcast, uh, anybody who listens that, uh, that hurts really bad. Um, enough for me to get emotional about it if I wanted to, because I was, you know, just two months ago or, or maybe a little further back than that. You guys were hearing about my protocol where I, you know, I told you I'm doing an hour of stretching a day. I'm, I'm training and acting every day like a professional athlete. And, uh, that caught up to me, I guess. And my body just decided, nope, uh, it's not going to work for right now. And, you know, we we're we're close. We were, you know, when this happened, we were three months, uh, three and a half months out from the, the open, the CrossFit season starting. And now I've wasted uh, about the uh, about the last month and a half, uh, with almost no significant strength training. I was, you know, when I went to squat two seventy five in the garage the other day, I did six or seven sets of three, and those were grindy sets of three. Uh, my leg strength has obviously, 
you know, when you don't squat for six weeks and you're squatting a lot twice a week before that, um, you know, my max was probably somewhere around the 415, 420 mark. I think I would be surprised to hit 375 at this point. If I, even if my back was healed, um, I've probably lost 50, 40 to 50 pounds in my max squat in six weeks, which is really, really unfortunate because I spent about a year and a half building that up. Um, who knows how much I've lost in my, you know, my snatch and my clean and jerk and my deadlift. Um, it hurts to think about because of all the work and time it took to build those up. And now because of a, an injury and just simply the, the inability to train, um, I can't, I can't do it. And if you don't do them, then they, they get weaker and your muscles get a little weaker. Uh, and that's just what it is. Um, uh, the goal is to still try and do the, the CrossFit open, see if I can't, you know, hopefully this PT has an idea and resting a little bit more and stretching continues to, to work it out. And it does get better eventually. Who knows if that's in time for the open or not. Uh, but I am basically reduced to, uh, cardio stuff, bike, maybe the rower. If, if the back's feeling okay that day, good that day. Um, I can run, I could run if I wanted to, I can use the, the 50 pound dumbbell. I can use a jump rope. I can do pull-ups and toes to bar. I can do a lot of stuff that actually would matter for the open. But, um, I was clearly going to get past that stage and the quarterfinals was going to be the, the real test and I'll get there again. I have no doubt I will, but the performance and ability that I'm going to have at that time is just going to be so significantly decreased from what it would have been that I don't really know where my competitive training and CrossFit, uh, life is right now. And that's okay. That's okay. Um, it has left me in a bit of a, a fuzzy world with my own exercise and, and, uh, nutrition right now. Cause once the goal is kind of crushed, you just, the motivation is just like, fuck it. You know, just like, let's just throw the entire towel in and just, you want to, you want to wallow in your own sorrow and just feel bad for yourself. And I've done my fair share of that. Um, but it is what it is and we'll continue to work to get back. Um, and so that's sort of a fitness update, but fitness isn't, uh, isn't the most important thing right now. Family is being a dad, having a daughter is, and the fitness will be there. The fitness will be there. So this was a year in review, a little recap episode. Um, we will in 107, finally in 107, I promise you, we will talk about uh, the top things I've learned from podcasting for over 100 episodes over two years solo by myself on the mic alone. And I think that'll be an interesting one for you guys as well. I'll try to relate it to some relevant things in regular people's lives uh, so that we can all get something out of it. But as always, I appreciate appreciate you guys being here. The Snap Podcast will go on and we will continue to evolve this thing. Have a happy holidays and a, a great end of the new year. We will talk in 2023.